A very good morning to you, saints. This is Pastor Stan Bangaba here. I hope you are all doing well in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I just thought I should share uh, this message uh, that has been on my heart uh, about the friends of God. So I just want you to go with me to the book of John, chapter 15, uh, verse 13 to 15 which says, no one has greater love than to lay down or give up his own life for his friends. You are my friends if you keep on doing the things which I command you to do. I do not call you servants or slaves any longer, for the servant does not know what his master is doing or is working out. But I've called you my friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. So these are the words of Jesus uh, to his disciples when he is saying, uh, no one is greater love than to lay down his own life for his friends. So I want you to take note of the fact that he is saying, a great friendship is to do with laying down your own life for your friend. All right, that is the first point that we see and then he also says you are my friends if you keep on doing the things which i command you to do which means friendship with god by the way uh, the title of this message is the friends of god right so he says uh, you are my friends if you keep on doing the things which i command you to do so for you to be able to keep on doing the things which he commanded you to do then you must be aware of the things that he commanded you to do for you to continue doing them. So this is one thing that you must know and you must be aware of that you need to keep on doing the things which you were commanded to do if you are uh, 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 or if you are to remain a friend of God. Then he says, I do not call you servants any longer for the servant does not know what his master is doing or is working out, which means friends... If the, uh, 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 the, the, they do have that uh, uh, privilege, right, to know what uh, their master is doing, right? So as, as a child of God as well, you must know what God is doing, not only doing in your life, but doing in your country, doing in your nation, and you must know the season that you are in as well. So if you have this dimension of friendship with God, you are uh, 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 updated on the events that are happening around you, the things that God is planning and so forth, right? So Jesus says to his disciples, I call you my friends. And the reason I call you my friends is that I've made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. So there's a sharing here. That is happening. If you are a friend of someone, you understand that friends don't really hide things from each other, but they, re they, they reveal even their innermost desires, things that are deep inside them to their friends. Why? Because they trust them, right? So if you are a real friend of someone, you don't hide things from the, from the person, but rather you reveal things to that person, right? So this is what Jesus said. He said, I've uh, 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 
made known to you everything that I've heard from my father. So you need to take note of that. If a person does not reveal uh, uh, things unto you, probably that person is not a real friend, but an acquaintance, right? So uh, I want you to understand as well, the church's relationship with Jesus, uh, that, that relationship is multidimensional or multifaceted. The church is known as the bride of Christ, which speaks of love and intimacy. Uh, it also, it's also known as the servants of God. Why? Because as the children of God, as the people of God, we serve God. Saints of God, right? It also speaks of purity and holiness, right? The children of God, it speaks of family, relationship, protection, provision. And lastly, uh, uh, the friends of God as you have seen in this particular scripture. So I also want you to take note of that family relationship. I will, I will talk about that later because it's very, very important to God. It's one of the things that God has been uh, speaking unto me this particular week, that we need to be uh, a cognizant of the fact that family is very important and you as a child of God must make sure that the interests of God in the family are what are, are, are propagated and they are fulfilled, right? So what does it mean to be God's friends, right? I, I just want to uh, give you the meaning of the word friend, which is basically a simple definition uh, from the English word or from the English dictionary, right? So a friend is a person other than a family member or spouse whose company one enjoys and towards whom one feels affection. So I wanted to take note of the words whose company one enjoys, right? Then an associate who provides assistance. An associate who provides assistance. Then one to whom you are free to share your private issues with, as I said. Then one with whom you have common interests. Common interests. Or a person you hang out with. This is very important. So we are talking in the context of God. So a friend is one you hang out with. So if you are a friend of God, we expect you to hang out with God. We expect you to have common interests with God. We expect you to, uh, to be free to share your private issues with God. And God also shares his private issues with you. You must be an associate of God who provides assistance in the things of God, as he does likewise to your life as well. You must enjoy God's company as he also enjoys your company. So these are the things that we need to be aware of. So in this moment in time, don't neglect that relationship. It's very, very important. It's very, very important. So according to Jesus, there are characteristics of true friendship with him. He spoke about laying down your life for him, which means there must be no selfishness. In friendship, there must be no selfishness. So even when you look at your own friends or your own circle of friends, these are the things that you need to, 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 to look at. Do they lay down their life for you? Do they, uh, is there any selfishness in them? You, you really need to look at that, all right? So uh, uh, he also spoke of obedience, all right? He says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. So your interest must not be contrary to God's interest. Friends don't normally do things that offend each other 
right? And even if they offend each other, they, they, they quickly reconcile. Why? Because they don't hide things from each other. If one person is offended, that person can quickly say to his friend, ah, my friend, I don't like this. You did this to me. Or that friend can quickly say, you know, maybe I misunderstood you. What did you mean by this? Right? So that is the mark of a true friend. They are not easily offended. But if they manage to offend each other in one way or the other, they are quickly, uh, they, they quickly reconcile. Right? So that is very, very important. So even in the things of God, you are not supposed to hold a grudge. Don't hold a grudge because a grudge will only destroy you. Unforgiveness only destroys the person who is holding that grudge or that unforgiveness in them. The Bible says, forgive, right? Each other. Forgive your friends. Forgive anyone who wrongs you because if you don't do that, then even your heavenly father will not forgive you. So you also spoke of fellowship in the truth. Fellowship in the whole counsel of God. As the friends of God, you know what God is doing now. Because Jesus said, I've told you everything ahead of my father. All right. In John 14 verse 21, Jesus says, The person who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and will show which means review or manifest myself to him. So the person who really loves Jesus is the person who keeps his commands. Jesus also uh, spoke of dependability or trust. He says, I no longer call you servants, but friends, for you know what I am doing. Look at that. Jesus left the destiny of the earth in the hands of 12 men. Minus Judas, of course. Right? So he trusted these uh, 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 apostles to carry on the message of the gospel to the world. So there must be dependability and there must be trust. Does God trust you and does God depend on you? Are you not going to bail out on God when he gives you something to do? My God, this is important. This is important, saints. You must be dependable and you must be someone that God trusts. All right? Can you be easily hurt in the things of God that you quickly run away from the assignment that God gives you? You know, at one time, Jeremiah said, I'm not going to preach this word anymore. He was hurt. He was disappointed, even in God himself. But then he says, but his word is like fire shut up in my bones that I cannot stay. My God, my God, my God. In the things of God, you cannot stay. Even in the things that try to stand in your way, you must overcome them. You must overcome offenses. You must rise above Satan's condemnation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Many people may not know what God is up to, but his friends know. His friends know. Amos 3, verse 7. His friends know. 
God may hide what he's doing in your life. He may hide what, uh, what he's doing in this world. But to his friends, you will reveal his secret. You will speak to his servants, the prophets. Because the prophets are his friend. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's look a bit on the lessons from Abraham. Because the Bible says Abraham was called the friend of God. James chapter 2 verse 23. Abraham is referred to as the friend of God. Why? The Bible tells us that he laid down his life for God. In Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1, he was told to leave his country and go to the land of Canaan. And Abraham laid down his life. He laid down uh, 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 his, the life that he had in, in air of the Chaldees to obey God, to go to Canaan. And when God also said to Abraham, give me Isaac in Genesis chapter 22, what did Abraham do? He gave Isaac. He laid down his own life, his own interests. And he listened to the voice of God. So can you also do that? Can you give up your heir of the Chaldeans? Can you give up your Isaac for God? When it comes to obedience, in the same chapter, Genesis chapter 12, God said, go to a country, I shall show thee. So Abraham moved by faith. He obeyed God to go to a country that he had not gone before. God says, I shall show you, which means he had not seen what the country looks like. But because God said so, he had to do it. So some things in your life, you have to do them simply because God said you must do them. And not trust your senses. And not trust your own judgment. When it comes to fellowship, in Genesis 20, God sat down with Abraham face to face. And he ate with him. You remember what Jesus said at one time. He says, I stand on the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him. Why? Because you, you are a friend of God. So God will sit down with you and eat with you and fellowship with you and share his secrets with you. Share the information that you desperately need. Right now, there are a lot of people who are saying, God, speak to me. God, say this to me. God, what is the direction? But how can God say what you want if you don't find time to sit down with him? How can God take you out of that situation if you can't find time to sit down with him and hear what he's saying into your life? He has a lot of things to say. So you can't really blame God when you don't find time for him. When you don't find time to sit down with him. At one time, God said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? When he came down to see what was up in Sodom and Gomorrah, he heard of, of the evil, uh, of the lot of, uh, a, a lot of evil that was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. And he says, my time has come to judge Sodom and Gomorrah. I will destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. But he says, how can I hide this from Abraham? Because he's my friend. God was a, 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 a man who trusted Abraham. 
he knew about Abraham's dependability because he says, I know that you will command his family and they will keep the way of the Lord. I know that. So yourself, this is one thing that the Lord was ministering to me this week. He said to me, I said to Abraham these words because there was a dependability on Abraham. I could trust Abraham. I knew that he would command his family that they would keep the way of the Lord. So in your own life, can God depend on you even concerning your family? Are you going to lead your family in the ways of God? Are you going to command your family in the ways of the Lord so that they will keep the way of the Lord? Are you going to command your children to keep the way of the Lord? You know, this lockdown, when the coronavirus broke out, this lockdown, it placed, it didn't really place much of a taste on pastors, but it placed much of a taste on you as the head of the home. It plays a, 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 a test on you as the parents of that home, of that house. Do you continue to lead your family in the ways of the Lord? Do you continue to keep the way of the Lord? Or are you actually found a, 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 a reason for running away from the things of God. You found a reason now to run away from the church. You found a reason to run away from the fellowship. My God, there are a lot of people who escaped from the plans of God because the devil gave them a place. The devil gave them an opportunity through the lockdown. My God, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. So these are the very important points to note as I conclude my message. Abraham was a man to whom God would share his problems with, advise him of his plans and even listen to so that even God could change his intent. Unlike a son, a friend is treated as one who is at the same level. For example, God spoke face to face with Moses. So God treats you like you are at the same level with him. You converse at God's level, right? The people in the world, they are of the world. Therefore, they speak of the world. But we are of God. So we speak the things of God. Never forget the fact that you are of God. Never forget that God has called you out of this world. There are many challenges that the devil may throw at you. There are many challenges that you may be in right now. But don't forget that you are of God, little children. And you have overcome the world. Let not hunger pull you down to the devil's level. Let not hunger pull you down to the level of the people of the world. You are still of God. And through Jesus Christ, you are going to overcome in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So like Abraham says, we need to have more time of fellowship with God so that he can share his heart, thoughts, desires, and pains with us. Like he does with the prophets. Like what he did with Noah in Genesis 6, with Abraham and Jeremiah. Read Jeremiah 23, like Ezekiel. Read Ezekiel chapter 9. Simon, Simon and Anna, the prophetess. Luke chapter 2, about the coming of the Messiah. So in this time, let God speak unto you. Like Abraham, let us do what God commands us to do. Let us lay down our desires, our appetites for his desires. 
we shouldn't just you know be worried about whether things are fine for us what about god's things are they fine my god hallelujah so many of us know how to be children of god we can ask cry beg from god and we receive we can worship our father and so forth but we usually don't know how to be friends of god god needs people who he can whom he can confide in whom he can depend on whom he can trust as much as us people we also need friends like that friends whom, whom you can confide in whom you can depend on whom you can trust in friends who don't leave you pachena isn't it my god hallelujah so can god trust you can god depend on you like noah daniel and job that's food for thought that's food for thought so ladies and gentlemen let us be friends of god not friends of the world which is enemies with god are you one of the people to whom god will come expressing his heart his pain or his displeasure in this season if some of his children hurt him will you be that kind of a person so these are the friends of god and one of the most important thing the last thing that i'm going to say now uh, one of the most important things that you should remember is that as a friend of god god will speak to you god will let uh, will reveal his plans to you not only about your own life even about your nation and about the world you will be someone who will be up to date with what is happening in heaven and that will benefit you even when you are in a problem right now my god may the lord share secrets with you that will take you out of that problem may god share plans with you that will, that will bring you to another level may god reveal his plan right now in this lockdown many things have changed what is god saying unto you what strategies is god giving you because as a friend of god you are a beneficiary of that information because jesus said i've told you everything so he will tell you everything you give you the information that you need in your life in the mighty name of jesus christ amen so thank you so much ladies and gentlemen for listening to this message may the good lord bless you may you just make that simple prayer and pray so that god can speak to you as a friend my god god give you that grace to walk with him as a friend may god speak to you day in and day out when you sleep may he reveal his word unto you may he give you counsel may he give you advice may you may he give you plans that will make you successful in this life because that is exactly what god will do he will reveal to you even what your enemies are planning even before they do anything you will speak into your life may he take out the friends that deceive you out of your life because some of you have been deceived and you have left the way of the lord and you have begun to follow other things in the name of jesus christ my god my god thank you my god 
Thank you, my God, for that which you are doing unto your people right now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for them that the grace of God may find them where they are. In Jesus' mighty name, the grace to be friends of God, the grace to receive heavenly manna, the grace to receive your word wherever they are, when they walk, when they sleep, when they talk, the grace to find the right friends in the name of Jesus Christ, the grace to find and walk in the whole counsel and truth of God in the name of Jesus and whatever happens in this world oh Father God the grace to be protected because you always cover them and protect them in Jesus might the grace for provision in Jesus mighty name as test after test is coming up on your people what I know oh Father God is that you deliver them out of every challenge whatever the devil has planned every snare that the devil has put in their way in Jesus mighty name you are going to remove it out of their lives because you love them and they are so dear oh father god uh in your heart in the name of the lord jesus christ so father i thank you for everything and i praise your name now and forevermore in the mighty name of jesus christ we pray amen so thank you saints and god bless you have a wonderful week in jesus mighty name amen